the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Merry Christmas. This is SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by Imperial Valley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, located out in El Centro on U.S. Highway. Looks like it's night. It looks like Highway 86. 86. Their parts department is open on Saturdays and Sundays. Probably not today because it is Christmas. But as long as the uh, desert season is open, they will be too. And if you're looking to buy a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or a Ram, there is no markup. Go to Imperial Valley Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram for your next new vehicle or www.ivcdjr.com. And Alpha Site Logistics, anytime you see people doing events out in the desert, you can bet Alpha Site Logistics is there to support the folks with uh, hand wash stations, portable toilets, uh, wash tra- hand wash trailers too, uh, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Give them a call at 760-352-8383 and ask for a quote today. All right, Ed, we're going to do just kind of a, a Christmas Eve. Uh, I know you've already been out yesterday on Christmas Eve, made a run out to the desert on your bike. How busy was it out there? Uh, not too many people, but there was definitely there was a big group in one area, and then there was I don't know fifteen or twenty uh, parked in McCain Valley. Mm-hmm. I was in McCain Valley, so I was in the high desert, not the low desert. Gotcha. Um, so, by the way, Audrey's not in today. She's celebrating Christmas with her family, and she has asked me to remind the listeners that our organization is hosting a big desert cleanup at the Imperial Sand Dunes. January 14th. So we'll be meeting both at at the north and the south. The south will be uh, dune buggy flats. The north will be on that private property behind the uh, Glamis Beach store. And so there'll be a trash pickup. There'll be uh, food and a raffle. So we would love, if you're a duner, to go out there and help us Keep that area clean. So you guys supply all the tools? We supply the bags, gloves, pickers, all the stuff you'll need. Okay. We just need people out there helping. And this sends a strong message to the land management people that we like it open for off-road vehicle use. And, and that's the fundamental important thing, what we're doing. Right. We, we want to keep it open. 
Uh, we also like to go to a clean place, and unfortunately, some people forget to bring their trash home or they toss it out the window or whatever. So we like to go to a clean desert. And uh, the El Centro Bureau of Land Management, they're, they're fine people. They're, they're great land managers. We just want to remind them that we love the place for off-road vehicle use. So today's show, I would like to talk about off-road area uh, off-road places we can actually go legally, uh, starting with the closest to San Diego and working outward. There's two areas we can go really close to San Diego. Almost in San Diego City limits is Otay Mountain, Otay Mountain Truck Trail, and there's a few offshoot trails over there are legal for a green sticker. And um, anytime you can go on a green sticker vehicle, street legal vehicles are allowed out there. If so, you can make it. <laughs> there's some really capable street stuff these days between the great dual sport motorcycles and of course all those built jeeps and i am personally a motorcycle guy i love riding motorcycles rode in mccain valley yesterday um so otai mountain truck trail uh you used to be able to get there from Pio pico campground on otai lakes road um Earlier this year, uh, Homeland Security uh, asked Pio Pico to close the gate. The, the last 100 feet of, of the road is on private property, Pio Pico campground property, and they got their arm twisted by the uh, Border Patrol asking them to close it. And the reason why is some people were crossing the border illegally and getting picked up and taken down that road. And there had been some um, accidents, some chases, and one fatality. And they wanted to uh, make a temporary closure. So I don't know. Dave, do you remember how long it's been since they closed it? Seems like six months at least. At least. It was closed before May when we had Mountain Dash over there. Right. But they're never going to open it back up again. Are you kidding? They said it was a temporary closure, so no. I'm going to hold them to it. And well, I haven't but, worked on this in a while. So yeah, but I'm see, gonna... you can't. How can you say temporary when the border crossings are increasing? They're not decreasing. I know. There's, so it's, I mean, there's a whole issue yeah, with it. And as long as uh, this administration continues to flood the country with you know, people coming. You know, I have no problem whatsoever if you come into this country legally, like everybody has done in the past. Yeah. I have no problem with it. And we try to go to their country and do. You, you know, can't do it's that. The opposite. You it's can't like, even go into TJ. If you broke into TJ, uh, you'd they, still be in jail. So but see, we won't do that. So Otay Mountain truck. So if you want to go to Otay Mountain, you can still get in. You need to take Highway ninety four. Uh, there's two ways in, like right past the immigration checkpoint, just a quarter mile past, you can turn right and you can take some more challenging dirt roads in. And then you can go a few miles further east and you can turn in Moran Valley Road. Uh, you go past South Bay Rod and Gun Club and then you can turn right onto the road and you can go up the mountain. And it's about 3,000 feet. It's a spectacular view from the top. Mm -hmm. It's not what I would call challenging off-roading, but... It is off-roading. A lot of switchbacks. I see it when I fly in. Every time I fly in, you can look out the you window look down and you can see that. all the little squiggly trails in the mountains out in that area. Um, but, yeah, it's it, the problem is, like I said, we've got to keep fighting the fight to keep all this open. Otherwise, you know, once it's closed, like I said, it, if Pico Pico opens, I will be absolutely shocked. And I think the only way that's going to open is when – the aliens quit coming across. 
once they quit coming we, across, then there's no reason why they have to keep yeah, it closed. I, I don't know. Well, it, it's yes, you do. You know they're well, not going to stop. Yeah, they're not going to stop. And if there was a better uh, fence, or if just Homeland Security, the Border Patrol had had better uh, strategy working on that area, right? Because there's no fence on the south side of the mountain, right? Right. The, the train is such that it's difficult to difficult, but not impossible to construct a fence, right? So uh, people just walk across. Well, at least for the next two years, you will not see a fence. I, I mean, believe it's, they've you. made it perfectly clear there will not be a fence, and all the money in the in the bill they just passed will not go. They're finding everything in the world but a, but a fence. Defense of the of the country, you know. They're, they're thinking about they're going to hire more people to process. The thing that bothers me is is I don't know if you heard about it, but in New York City, they're putting illegals up in two hundred dollar a night rooms, three meals a day. They get phones, they get laundry service, they get medical service, and never mind our people that they are. enroll the kids in school, public schools, hmm. all free. Well. But yet you've got, you know, somebody got on my case about I passed a, around a little sign that or it's a sticker that says, you know, take care of the homeless military before we t- take care of the illegals. Hmm. And oh my goodness, you should see the blowback I got on that. How could you get blowback on oh, that? Oh, I got it terrible from a person I knew quite well. I was totally, totally shocked. But be that as it may. So, we've just- I love that place. We did a cleanup out there a year and a few months ago. Yeah. And the BLM asked us to do another cleanup. And I said, I don't think I can get my people to come out if they're going to, if that gate's going to be closed and we don't have easy access right. to the mountain. Why would they even ask that? Well, it doesn't it hurt looks, to ask. It looks, yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. And, what and day, it looks good it, for them. What they say, they're going to open it. Uh, well, they don't have a lot. Uh, they own the land, but they don't. Uh, Homeland Security is above the Bureau of Land Management, right? So, if they want to close, the BLM has a, a real tough time going against them, right? So, yeah. so I don't blame the BLM. Yeah. Well, no, because but there's no there's no uh, coordination. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. There's a whole lot more right here on S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. As 2022 comes to a close, our focus switches to family gatherings, holiday parties, and opening presents. As hosts, we want to make our homes welcoming, warm, and cozy for loved ones and friends alike. Dennis Prager here for family-owned and operated Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio. Serving San Diego since 1984 on La Mesa Boulevard. Warm Hearth's expert sales team is ready to show you the best in gas logs, glass doors, fireplace inserts, and products from the leading manufacturers in the hearth industry. They also display American fire designs, fire tables, big green eggs, wood-fired ovens, and Warm Hearth just became San Diego's newest Weber dealer. You can find them online at warmhearthfiresideandpatio.com. That's warmhearthfiresideandpatio.com. Or visit their showroom at 8748 La Mesa Boulevard. Happy holidays from your friends at Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Fire and ice, heating and air conditioning. The Ashley family in Lovely Lakeside run that company. 1-800-400-3473. They've been doing this since 1983. And if you need anything from an HVAC point of view, then you need to go with a family-owned and operated uh, program. Fire and ice, HVAC.com. Fire and ice, HVAC.com. They'll come out. They give discounts on for uh, seniors, military, and they'll even give you a second opinion if you've got a company that's come out and kind of gave you a rundown on what, what they've got and you're not comfortable with it, give Fire and Ice an opportunity. And if it turns out the first one was cheaper than Fire and Ice, then, of course, you could always go with the first one. But most likely, Fire and Ice, heating and air will take really, really good care of you. Wayne Miller Tire is another great advertiser of SDORC. Used to do nothing but tires and wheels. Now they've jumped into alignment, brakes, shock, suspension, uh, radiator services, oil changes. I mean, they're going to take care of the whole vehicle bumper to bumper. So if you're looking for quality service from A to Z, Wayne Miller Tires, 619-596-2800. All right, Ed and I are sitting here chatting about some of the open areas, some of the ones that are still closed. But there is a. we still have to stay on top of cleanups. Because if we stay on top of cleanups, it does put us in good graces, you know, with BLM. Um, so right now, that's that's an important push. There's one coming up on the 14th. Uh, just go to SDORC.org. You can take a look at everything on the website. Or our Facebook page. We yeah, keep or, that updated. Audrey's really good about keeping that up. Right. So, so the next area I want to talk about is uh, Orozco Ridge. It's not very big. But it's close. It's just north of Ramona. There's uh, Pomo Valley Road, and there's a couple of offshoot trails. And you can connect to Mesa now Grande. Now, motorcycles, side-by-side, so, buggies. Uh, so Pomo Valley Road, it, this is kind of weird because it's a, a, a smooth, graded dirt road that dead ends, and it's legal for green stickers. Okay. So you, you can ride a, a dirt bike, an ATV uh, side by side, any of those vehicles can go on there, but it's not really worth the trouble because it's just an up and back. I mean, if you needed to go test, test drive something, you want to work out the jetting on your bike or, or test some, not your suspension because it's smooth. Um, but the offshoots are street legal routes. You can go up Black Mountain Road, 
which is pretty high. It's high enough to get to some uh, pine trees, and there's a spectacular view from up there. You can uh, wind your way over to Sutherland Lake, which is kind of cool because it has a big dam, and you can actually crawl inside the dam. And you can take Mesa Grande, um, Black Mountain, out to Mesa Grande. So it's a neat area, but it, it's not worth too much trouble. So it, sort of the, the next uh, area and the, the, the closest good quality trail is called Bear Valley Road. So you take Highway 8 to Pine Valley, and you turn right uh, to the south, and there's a little cul-de-sac people park in. And you can park, and you can unload a dirt bike, ATV, whatever, and you can go up the hill. You can also take Jeeps and, and vehicles like that. If you park there and leave your vehicle, you're required to have a National Forest Adventure Pass. They cost $7 a day. You can get one at the Pine Valley Store gas station. And so you go up. That's, I don't know how many miles, seven or eight miles It's a up. loop, though, isn't it? Well, here's the thing. For a four-wheel vehicle, it's an up and back. It's kind of like a it's, lollipop. It's a loop. It's not. Oh. No. So you can go to the top, and there's a loop at the top, and then you'd have to come down. But oh. the loop at the top is kind of short. But if you're on a motorcycle, you can pick up the Kernan Cycle Trail and take that to Corral Canyon. And you can do all kind of trails. I, there's around 50 miles of trails in Corral Canyon. So we'll sort of link this to those. Uh you currently cannot take a Jeep or a side-by-side into Corral Canyon from Pine Valley. An ATV would be kind of dicey. I, I think a skilled rider maybe could do well, it. When you say you can't take a, a four-wheel well, drive, is it because you won't make it? The or trail's it's not, too skinny. Okay. Like it's cut. It's a okay, well, like we need to two or three foot. But we need to differentiate okay. between It's not legal, that it's legal, yeah, but okay. it's. You'll never make it. It would be pretty hard. The trail's about three feet wide, cut into the side of a hill. Yeah. So you just can't fit on there. Right. Uh, we're talking about working with the forest to make a four-wheel trail uh, go all the way through there. And that, that's been a long-time uh, goal of mine. So then you cross over and you go into Corral Canyon, 50 miles of trails. There's a variety of trails there. There's some motorcycle trails, single track. And then there's some harder uh, four-wheel drive trails. The hardest one, it's called Bronco Peak. And I've done it on a motorcycle. I would not want to do it in a four-wheel drive. That is really hard. If you want to do that, you need to have a high ground clearance, big tires, lockers, powerful engine, and a lot of driving skill. Right. A lot of uh, long, you know, now the, the thing flexibility. With, what do they call it? Uh, articulation. Articulation. That's the, the word. Now, I've done it on the motorcycle. The beauty of a motorcycle is you can kind of zigzag around the big rocks, right? right? With, the, with the tall bushes on the sides and the big rocks on the sides, the Jeep, you're sort of required. You just got to go down the middle, and you've got to be able to do that. But mm-hmm. the motorcycle is easy. So there's, um, there's also a nice dirt road that goes around the area. And then uh, I'm trying to – the Espinosa Trail goes way around the area, and those are relatively smooth. I think Espinosa has this one difficult part, more on the north side. But, uh, like, if you go down from the Corral Canyon campground, uh, it's a pretty smooth road. Like, you could drive a two-wheel drive around, no mm-hmm. problem. And we used to go to one spot. There's a gate now, but we used to be able to drive down to the dam. And we actually jumped off the railing into the water. This was back in the 1980s. And now uh, Homeland Security has blocked it off. And if you go down there, the water is so low, you can't throw a rock to the water. Mm. So things have changed. So 
That is run by the Cleveland National Forest. They do a pretty good job of managing that place. And as far as the threat level of what, I, I don't see too big of a threat there. I think it's pretty solid. I think uh, a threat that could come would likely come from an endangered species. I don't think there's really anything else going to bother it. So if you're going to... Um, How look, are you with cell service out there in the event you have a problem? Uh, it's dicey. It works in some spots and it doesn't in others. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Four Corners Campground, I believe it works. Um, but as you get deeper in, it'll it'll cut out. Right. You know what's fun to do out there? I think I mentioned this after we had the trail day, is you can go up to uh, Pinos Mountain right from there, and there is a spectacular view, and the fire lookout is up there, and it is just closed. They, it's open from the beginning of fire season, which, I don't know, May, June, until December. So the guy just left, and they have somebody stationed up there 24 hours a day. Really? And they are out there looking. They have a variety of radios, you know, one for Homeland Security, one for the sheriff, one for the forest. And, and are they looking for fires or are they looking for people? Mainly fires, but as long as they're up there, if they see some suspicious activity, they'll right. call it in. Gotcha. So they're doing all kind of stuff. So that's kind of neat. So if you're looking for more opportunities, you go further east uh, near the, the community of Boulevard, uh, McCain Valley has some good off-roading. And again, that's a motorcycle area. You could go a little bit with a four-wheel drive or a side-by-side, but not very much. It's mm-hmm. primarily, a, and I forget what do we have there, like maybe 40 miles of single track. Mm-hmm. And that's where I went yesterday. And that's great dirt bike riding. Love that place. It, it is good. And threat level? Mm, threat level as if. Is like, like could, what could close it? Like what could come and close oh. that area? <laughs> uh, Anybody that wants to. So... Well, I mean, there's there's a small but active group of people with the Sierra Club, the Center for Biological Diversity, public employees for environmental responsibility, and maybe a few others that, that are actively looking for ways to close down the places we'd like to go. Right. So I sort of keep an eye on that. And if there's, I see a threat, I hopefully if there's something we can do, we work on that. Um, uh, endangered species mm-hmm. is always... Uh, an issue if they find something in there and they right. get it on the list, whether it's actually endangered or not. Like over at the Imperial Sand Dunes, the Pearson's Milk Vetch is on the list. In a lot of people's opinion, it is not an endangered species. Mm-hmm. Years back, after it was listed, they did a they had a wet winter out there and they did a plant count and they had over a million individual species, individual plants growing. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is if you go into the um, uh, the like the the feed store or or the I don't know, like the equivalent of the Home Depot out there they they have a weed killer that says it kills Pearson's milk vetch directly on it so that's pretty funny well you know it's even funnier than that you know they're having all that issues on the east coast in Maine you know with the lobster you know fishermen mm, remind me well Whole Foods said they'll never buy lobster again from um, a lobster fishermen in Maine because they're endangering the right whale. Oh, because the whales hit the lobster trap. Never or happened yet. They have no proof that it's ever happened. Oh. Yet, they have si- signed leases from Maine all the way down the, the west, the east coast for windmills. 
you know, wind power. Oh, yeah. And the, the death that'll arrive because the, the boom, 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 that the windmills make Would totally that, destroy the navigation of the whales. Is that going to be like on the water? Yeah, the in the water. Like, like floating or... No, well, they'll uh, go down into the into the ground and and they'll just, put windmill and that's that's yeah. And it's, there's it, hypocrisy going well, on. Well, and not only that, the Sierra Club has not said they haven't weighed word. in on this. They're not going to. They're not going because they love those windmills. Never yeah. mind. So they they are concerned out here. The windmills bother birds. Right. That birds of prey have a different kind of uh, a vision. Right. That they have the, what they call long distance vision, mm-hmm. and they, they're looking at the ground and they don't see the blade. And they they fly right into sure. the blades. Oh yeah, no. So you know it's a, it's a hypocrisy. So so they don't they, they shut down the uh, or they're trying to shut down the lobster fishermen, but. They're going to go ahead and let the windmills go in and destroy a whole species of whales. I don't understand. Yeah, well, you work with them more than I do. Yeah. They're not logical people. I, I love lobster, but I don't know. I don't either. Well, I mean, it's it's not so much that that you love the lobster. It's the fact that it's going to destroy an industry. No different than and they shedding grow like, the pipelines. They, they call them bugs. You know why? They breed like, they grow like bugs out there. They're yeah. all over. But they're going to shut them down and just wipe out another complete industry, just like they did the oil and gas you know, by shutting down and, the pipeline. And what are they helping? I don't know. Nothing. It's nothing. Well, they're helping put money in the people's pockets in China who make the windmills. That's who makes all this. We don't, if we don't make the windmills here in the U.S. And I can tell you stories about windmills. They're not biodegradable. They're literally burying them out in the desert in massive, they, just making graves and putting all the... Yeah. Yeah. I but, think I saw a picture of that. Yeah, crazy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Here's a true story that might be described as Schindler's List meets the sound of music. I'm Isabel Vincent. My newest book is called Overture of Hope, Two Sisters' Daring Plan That Saved Opera's Jewish Stars from the Third Reich. In the 1930s, two British spinster sisters shared a love of the opera, and they made frequent trips to Germany and Austria to see their favorite singers. But many of these singers were Jewish, and with the rise of the Nazis, these performers faced almost certain death in the Holocaust that was coming. So what could two British spinsters do? Against all odds, they put together a plan to rescue more than two dozen men and women, getting them out of Germany and Austria and safely to England. Their clever schemes included using opera tickets to launder money. My book, Overture of Hope, details the life and death risks these two sisters took. Their surreptitious bravery and passionate commitment is amazing and inspiring. Overture of Hope by best-selling author Isabel Vincent is available now wherever books are sold. The type of coffee you drink says a lot about your personality. Iced caramel macchiato, 15 pumps vanilla, barely any ice, add shot, add whip, Is that you? Didn't think so. Red, white, and brew is fresh roasted coffee from the best beans from around the world local and veteran owned enjoy top quality taste at a great price with a portion of every sale going to fight ptsd and suicide amongst our servicemen and women check out their variety of flavors today or better yet start your subscription and start saving money red white and brew.com the answer san diego has gone interactive Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. 
Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Merry Christmas from Ed and I. And this segment is brought to you by Primary Residential Mortgage, 1411 Rock Terrace Road in Alpine. Just give them a call, 619-722-1303. Chris can help you out with any mortgage questions that you might have, whether you're looking for a reverse mortgage Maybe you're buying a house, selling a house, or you're looking into a VA loan, not quite sure how to go about it. Chris will take care of all your problems. 619-722-1303. And S&S Off-Road Magazine. You know, Ed and I are sitting here talking about what's open, what's not open. But I got a sneaky feeling if you go to S&S Off-Road Magazine, there's a section in there that'll let you know what is open, what's not open, and what the requirements are if you go. Will it take a motorcycle, to, uh, a three-wheeler, a four-wheeler? I know what type of vehicles you can go into. Plus, Ed writes an article that'll keep you up to date on what the government's trying to do to shut down, whether it be Pismo Beach, Glamis, or what have you, because you just never know. Every other day, there's something new coming up. But go to snsormag.com. SNSORMag.com. Sign up, send a couple bucks towards them. It'll keep that publication alive and well. And trust me, you will absolutely love it. All right. So we so do you find anything on SNS as far as what where you can ride and where you can't? I haven't been on it in a while. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't put anything on there, but maybe I should. That would be a good you know, like a like a sort of what we're talking about today. And maybe just, even maps, you know, because I mean, if you don't know where a lot of these places are, like Pico Pico, if you don't know where it's at, it, it could be a little bit of a challenge. Definitely, that that's a great idea. I'll talk to Sherry yeah. about that. The yeah, editor. brought to you by you know S D R C. Yeah, yeah. Where where can you go? Where can you bring? Can't you go? So if you continue on Highway Eight, you'll come into Anza Borrego Desert State Park, and that runs along the uh, the east side of the mountains, almost from the border up to Riverside County. It's a, it's a long, it's a huge park. It's 700 and something thousand acres. Is it by Plaster City? Uh, no, it's west of Plaster City. Okay. So it's on the mountain. Plaster City's down in the flats okay. of the desert. So this is before you get to the bottom? Right. Like uh, As you're coming down the mountain grade, that's Anza Borrego. There are 500 miles of routes in Anza Borrego. Wow. There is a lot of trails out there, all street legal. And you have to stay on the designated routes right. in Anza Borrego. So it's off-roading, but don't bring your side-by-side, your dirt bike, ATV. Although I've seen them all in there, and I, I shake my head, man, I, I don't know if you're going to get caught or not. But there's a lot of uh, dead ends, like little canyons you can go up to the end of the canyon there's a lot of that and there's some some fabulous loops you can do pinion mountain uh to fish creek how hard is it to get lost oh really easy boy uh, and and so what's lost, the answer to that well you go with people you bring a map now there's these fabulous digital maps and i think at, at one point today i want to talk about the maps how you can find your way 
um, because there are some maps that are GPS. You don't need cell service to uh, to get a fix. Just satellite. Right, just the satellite. So that's a better kind. But you what, ought to get one. You ought to get one. Have them send it to you, and we could do a review on it. Well, right on the phone. Yeah, I have them all downloaded. Oh, you already do? California Trail Users Coalition. They're free. Right. And you can get um, f- for different areas that cover the entire state of California. I think there's around 20 different maps. So you get the Ocotillo Wells one. That does all of Imperial County. So Anza Borrego, uh, Ocotillo Wells, and, and all the Bureau of Land Management. this thing where you're at. You'll, you're, if you're in the map area and you open the map, your position will be a blue dot. And as you move, the dot will move. Well, technically, the dot stays still and the background moves. Moves, yeah. Um, so that's really great. So the problem in Anza Borrego is not so much getting lost, but getting stuck. Stuck or broken down. That's a much bigger problem. Because the train is such that you can't just wander anywhere. Like you pretty much are going to want to stay on the trails. And so the trail will take you out. But if you get stuck, that's a problem. And if you get broken down, so you want to go with with other people. Mm. So Anza Brego is a neat place. There's a lot of stuff to explore. So if you continue going east on Highway 8, you'll come down to the town of Ocotillo. And you get off the freeway there. If you head to the south, that's called the Yuhaw Basin. And that's a Bureau of Land Management area where you need to stay on the trails. And that's a neat area. And, and there's some interesting archaeological stuff over there where the early explorers, there's some uh, kiosks that show. And then if you go a little bit further to the east on Evan Hughes Highway, which runs parallel to Highway 8, you can turn into Painted Gorge. And that becomes, that's the beginning of the open area. So an open OHV area means you can go anywhere you want. And what's neat about the Painted Gorge area is that uh, shooting guns is is legal as well as off-road vehicle use. Hmm. So people that like to do both, you can camp in one spot and do both. There's a big mountain there you can use as a backstop. I think you can target shoot on a lot of BLM uh, land. Hmm. But the challenge is, like, you want to be safe. You don't want a bullet to go, you know, out of the area. So having that giant mountain right next to you is a really great way to, Mm -hmm. to go. But I am more into the off-roading part. And there's some really neat stuff at Painted Gorge. By the way, I am sponsoring a cleanup at Painted Gorge February 11th uh, with SDRC and SD Must. Um, Plaster City open area, you mentioned that a few minutes ago. So there's two that are sort of connected, Plaster City open area and Superstition Mountain open area. They're sort of together. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, both of those areas receive, they get uh, desert racing. So American Motorcycle Association District 38 has races there, like at least once a month, sometimes every three weeks. And they have motorcycles, uh, ATVs, and side-by-sides racing. And once in a, a while, SCORE has done races there. And if you ever get a chance to see a SCORE race, that you should really take a chance. Mm-hmm. You should take the opportunity because... There's nothing make the hair in your neck stand up mm-hmm. like a um, like a trophy truck and all that 800 to 1,000 horsepower come tearing by. Right. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. You didn't even realize what that sensation is like until that thing comes by and you're like, oh, my God, you see that? Yeah. Did you feel it? You could close your eyes and you'd still know it went right by you. Wow. Those things are amazing. So, And that's where SDRC has the Lost Lizard Fun Run, Superstition, open area. So that's a neat area. 
Uh, threat level, it, there is some threat there. I've heard that the Enviros are looking at that area, trying to figure out what they can do. And again, their species is issues. Archaeological stuff, mm, maybe. But the BLM, like they have procedures that protects that stuff. And, and you may not really, the general public doesn't know about it. But if you want to do an event out there, they have what they call overlays, which means they've got a, a clear thing that has on it where archaeological stuff is. And then you give them the map and you say, okay, we want to go here, here, and here. So they'll privately put their overlay on it and they'll say, well, okay, but you can't go over here. And they won't tell you why, but it, it kind of can figure it out. Like, oh, there's something there. That's happened to us in Which Occupy Which makes Wells. you want to go there even more. Like, now I want to see what it is. Yeah, uh, when we were at Akatia Wells, one time they said, oh, you can't go on this part of this trail. So, mm, okay. And I could take you there. But, uh, you know, what's funny is archaeological stuff is a problem in off-road vehicle areas. And there's an interesting solution. And what that solution is, is they just bury the stuff. Like, okay, you have an arc site here. So the archaeologist, archaeologist comes out and they have the clipboard and they take notes and they study it. And then they bring in the dump truck and they put three feet of dirt over it. And now it's preserved, mm. right? It, like, how do you, like, no one's going to steal it. Driving over it's not going to damage it. There it is for posterity. Mm. And they've done that in places. And I, I thought, what a great way to... To save, and right. it's good for us. We don't care. You know, now we have a jump, a bump we can drive over. Right, right, exactly. <sighs> Interesting. Well, you know, the, the problem is, you know, the desert is just like the ocean. It's forever changing. And the government is forever changing the rules of the road as to where you can go, what you can do, and what you can't do. And it just depends on who's pushing, you know, in the dark room what they want to close. That's true. And politics, like the winds, can change directions. Because oh, yeah. you know as well as I do, if wind power was perfect and it would solve the problem, you'd never get to the desert again. Because that place would be packed. Well, the beauty, one thing about windmills is you can ride right by a windmill. And they have them in uh, McCain Valley. Oh, I know. Like we go right like. Right by them, but they could, but they could close it down. They could use that as an excuse. Yes. It may not be a valid excuse, but no. they could still use it as an excuse. Well, I think I told you I went to Yuma to do a vehicle inspection, and as I went by all the windmills after I came off the mountain, none of them were working. Not one was turning. I thought, hmm. well, was there no wind? Because sometimes there's no wind. Well, then when I got to Yuma, turned around and came back, they were all turning. It's like they turn them on and turn them off at specific times. They, they time. can turn them on and off. When the, those things are managed by somebody. Mm -hmm. Somebody's in a little room somewhere managing right. those, those windmills all the time. But you think they would turn super fast to generate enough electricity, you know? Well, to no, take... they have speeds. They like they throttle. They, oh, I they know. adjust. They, don't they, go they more. have a, a speed window. They they don't want to go faster. And they adjust the pitch of the blades. Right. The blades can rotate a little mm -hmm. bit so they can keep that speed where they want it right and then it also runs with uh demand so if demand is really low they don't want to overfill the grid with power so they have to turn off power somewhere it doesn't seem simple 
No, it's actually the power system thing is very complicated. We could do show after show on that. Yeah, I know. So I think we still got two minutes according I, to this. I hear the music. But I do too. I guess Todd wants us to get out of here early. Oh. <laughs> no, 45. How long are you doing radio? <laughs> By the way, folks, we have a rookie today. He did Todd. get promoted. He's still yes, a rookie. Sir. He's still a rookie. Congratulations, How long Todd. You been doing My this? mind is on that meatloaf sandwich. Right, I'm yeah. sorry. How long um, you been doing this? I've been at this station 13 years. I've been in radio for about 16 years. Yeah. You got to take that meatloaf out so it'll get room temperature. You don't want it cold. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm way ahead of you, brother. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 96, AM 1170, The Answer. The answer. Yeah, you're fired. Local business owners, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought that latest tactic that some hotshot sold you, and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is, you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients, and we are accountable for our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at surroundsandiego.com today. And we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SurroundSanDiego.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. The sanctity of human life is under assault. Find out what you can do about it each Sunday morning at 6.30 with your host, Brian Johnston, as he brings you the Life Matters radio program. Brian has served as a public advocate in many capacities and has been called one of the foremost authorities on the right to life and the issues surrounding it. Listen to Life Matters with Brian Johnston Sunday mornings at 6.30 for special insights to life, culture, and the battle of ideas. Don't miss it. During the pandemic, they closed our churches down. Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope. See the new documentary, Super Spreader, how a stand against religious tyranny brought hope to a country in crisis. Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. Here's a move of God that's going to change America. Watch Super Spreader, available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. All right, folks, welcome back. S-D-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, live Christmas show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by the Wise Ox uh, Butcher Shop and Pantry, located up on El Cajon Boulevard. You need to go check them out, the Wise Ox Butcher Shop. Just Google them. They're in North Park and I think Solana Beach, if I'm not mistaken. But they're a hardcore, old school. La Costa. La Costa, there you go. Hard, old school butcher shop. They have a deli, great sandwiches. Audrey stopped by and picked us up some the other day. Really, really impressive. So if you're hungry or if you're getting ready for a holiday, you can go in and order your meat. Everything is top of the line, pork, chicken, beef. Check them out. That is the Wise Ox Butcher Shop and Pantry. 
so we've been sitting here for, I don't know, 45 minutes talking about what's open, what's not open. But the biggest thing is you need to, you know, before you take your trip out, especially if you haven't been in a while, one, you need to go with somebody. You should never go alone. Two, it's helpful if you take somebody with you that's been there before. And three, there are GPS apps you can download on your phone that'll keep you out of trouble. And it wouldn't hurt to have a phone that uh, has a good signal so you can, if you get broke down or stuck and you need assistance, you, you will have it. Otherwise, you know, it's a real good chance, especially alone. You should never... Even though they people do it, you really shouldn't go alone. You should go with somebody else, and and plus it's a lot more fun when you can share it with somebody else. And then there's that safety uh, factor as well. Just you know, just safety in numbers more than anything. Uh, but there are are there any other websites that would tell you like the BLM and. Well, every agency has uh, information on the land that they manage. So we talk about three agencies, the Cleveland National Forest, the Bureau of Land Management, and the California State Parks. Okay. So the next one is Ocotillo Wells, and that's almost 80,000 acres. It's an open area. Well, it's not entirely all open uh, because east of Poline Road, you have to stay on the, on the trails. And then in the Truck Haven area, they say stay on well-established routes. So no making new trails. There are a lot of trails over there. And that area, that's my favorite place to ride, northern Ocotillo Wells. It's just great terrain. I, I love camping and riding out there. Where are we at with the tra- train trestle crossing? We haven't talked about that in a long time. At the dunes? Uh, hang on, because I want to talk about the okay. dunes last. All right. um, Ocotillo Wells, everything goes as far as what kind of vehicle. Anything you can think of you, that you want to drive off-road, you can take out there, and you can take it pretty much anywhere. There's spectacular hill climbs, sand washes, uh, not really rocky areas that you can go on, but a lot of uh, interesting dirt areas. And you would be surprised how steep the dirt hills can get and just wonderful trails. The, I'm a motorcycle guy out there, and I love where the Jeeps go. They, they kind of pack down these nice Jeep trails. Um, as, as far as threats, now I, I personally feel threatened by side-by-sides out there. I'm afraid of running into them. There's a whole bunch or of them new, running into you. Yeah, more likely them you running into blind, me. You can be blindsided and not even know it. And, and that, that's what has been happening out there. There's mm. been um, incidents where they, they've crashed into each other and into, side, into motorcycles mm. and ATVs. Just lost the, a young lady just a while back where... The guy didn't want to lose the crowd, so he just hammered down. I, I found out the exact detail of what happened. They were on Shell Reef Expressway, which is a graded dirt road out there. There's not that many graded ro- roads. So now, who's the, they? Uh, the girl that got hit so or the bo- side-by-side? Both were on the same trail. So the girl who was hit was with a group, and they were traveling, I, I, I think, eastward. And then a group of side-by-sides were on the same road coming towards them. And there was a turn, and one of the side-by-sides, who was a few back, was in the dust, was trying to catch up, and he came into the turn fast and wasn't making the turn and went into a broad slide, and he slid across to the other side of the trail and slammed into the girl. Mm -hmm. 
and wrecked her and she was on a motorcycle right and, and she didn't survive her family is so distraught i mean could you imagine can you imagine she was engaged to be married her parents are right there on the ride it's just a, just a tragedy on on many levels and they've been her family has been working with uh elected officials trying to um improve safety out there mm-hmm. I, I know that she had some dialogue with so um, since you're more up on it than I am, is are they prosecuting the kid? The oh no, hitter? no, they're it's, they they call it an accident. Oh my gosh, I I don't know how you. Oh my gosh, and well, I, I'm no, not sure. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. I, no. I'm glad I'm not having to, to solve this because it's a difficult problem. I mean, do you prosecute? Are there speed limits out there? So if you're close to a campsite, there's a speed limit of 15 miles an hour. Okay, but, but when you're out, out in the desert, there's no speed limit. There's no off-road speed limit. Wow. So Akatia Wells was the state. It's a state park. It's an off-road park. So it's called a state vehicular recreation area, mm-hmm. SVRA. Um, not too many years ago, they were sued by two environmental organizations trying to stop open off-road riding. They wanted it to be on designated routes. And they came really close to, uh, to prevailing. It was the Desert Protection Council and the Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility. And they started with uh, four different claims that they were not protecting resources. The resources were dust in the air, erosion on the ground, species, and archaeological stuff. And then they modified their petition to where they only went after archaeological stuff. They weren't able to prove the others. And then they ended up winning on the ARC stuff, partly because the park has overlays and even though we don't know what they're doing, they are doing a lot of stuff to protect that ARC stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. <sighs> Whatever it is. There used to be uh, Native Americans living out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Salton Sea has been big and small uh, numerous times over the years. And at a time when it was big many tens of thousands of years ago, a lot of Native Americans lived along the shore. And the ancient shoreline has some ARC stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So I love Akatia Wells, and I hope that place can stay open. I think it's going to be safe for a while, but there's the flat-tailed lizard lives out there. They've tried five times to get that on the endangered species list. Every time they have failed. Um, part of that was the creation of the manager's oversight group. Eleven agencies in Imperial County have formed a group that work on managing that and protecting that lizard. So they're doing a pretty good job. And the uh, the continued success of that group has helped keep the lizard off the list. I project it'll, there'll be another um, petition in the next two or three years by the Center for Biological Diversity. Um, we'll see how that goes. So Akatia Wells, it's a little fragile as far as being an open area, but boy, I sure hope it can stay open. It's really a fun place to ride. Well, you, you just don't know. You just got to stay on right. top of it. You don't know, but you got to keep an eye and an ear. And I had been hearing about a lawsuit coming from some time before it. And they they actually put a guy uh, on staff there. They, they planted a guy um, who worked in resources he didn't have the proper education for the job, but somehow he got the job, and he pulled a lot of information out of the park and gave it to the the plaintiffs, the public employees for environmental responsibility. And um, what's funny is that the day the lawsuit uh, 
was opened, he transferred to Anzabrego Desert State Park the same day. Now, I don't know if that's a coincidence, but it sure seems like this whole thing was planned and orchestrated. So, um, ah, that guy, I tell you. Anyway, he <laughs> passed away. I, oh, did he really? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to him, but that didn't bother me at all. So Interesting. I love that place. Um, and in Imperial County, there are a couple thousand miles of routes called limited use routes. They go from south of Ocotillo Wells all the way to the Colorado River. And those are green sticker routes. You can have off-road vehicle on them and you can have your Jeep or whatever. Uh, some of those, if you want to explore, you want to have the ability to carry a lot of fuel because you're going to be far away from um, uh, any kind of services. But there's a lot of routes. Oh, he's downstairs? <laughs> um, Dave, yeah, we've got a guest downstairs. Dave's waving his phone around. You can make it. Go um, Go fast. Dave's friend is downstairs. Make room for, for that, that meatloaf. Um, so so the, uh, limited use routes. They're kind of neat. That's how uh, some people view the desert is is they want to explore and they want to travel. Right. So when I when I go to the desert, it's usually sort of sport uh, recreating. Mm. Like I like to go fast over routes that I kind of know. Um, but there's another kind of off roading is, is like overlanding has become real popular. I don't know if you know much about that, Dave. Mm-hmm. So you ever see some four-wheel drives out there and they got racks and they got a lot of stuff on it? Like it's it's not a Jeep designed to drive over like the biggest rocks, right. but it looks like they want to travel with it. Mm-hmm. So overlanding has become big, big enough that there's a big off-road overlanding expo, maybe a couple of them. Wow. We, we've been invited to those. So they come with the tents that flip and flop out of the roof they, of the truck. Yeah, and- they, they stay on the roof. Uh, if you see a big pipe on the side, they put water in it and then they got a shower so they have the water pipe shower on one side and then the um, the awning on the mm-hmm. other. And they will travel for barbecues days. Barbecues out the back. Oh, and, yeah. Well, you got to have a barbecue. And then all of the, you know, the, the, the things that if you get stuck in the sand that you can drive those over. Those big plastic things that right. you put under the tires. I forget what those are called. I got a set of those. and I need them more than the average driver. Yeah. I'm better off on two wheels. Well, you know what? And what is happening is these people see what the what the deserts have to offer, and they build accordingly. Well, And so those people, they like to travel. They would drive from here, San Diego, to Las Vegas, all off-road. Right. Like, okay, well, look we're we're going to take seven days. Look at the Rebel Rally. They go. They yeah, went from Reno to, to Glamis, all off-road. Uh-huh. And then they went from uh, uh, Hoover Dam to Glamis, all off-road. So there's plenty of opportunities to do it. Johnson Valley, look how, look how crazy Johnson. You've never been yet, have you? Oh, I've, I've been there dozens of times. Oh, for the King of the Hammers? Never. Well, that's what I just never. said. You just said Johnson Valley. Well, I've been I meant, to Johnson Valley. When I, I say, used to I've compete and observe trials. Yeah, when I say Johnson Valley, I, my, my main thought is always King of the Hammers because that's oh. where they just come in and take over. I did over. observe trials events there. Gotcha. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.